you watching the sick podcast with the Raiders recap. And today, man, what I want to talk about is what are the Las Vegas Raiders going to do with that number seven overall pick? Should they go quarterback? Should they go defense? And at the same time, I want to get into free agency, free agency since it's right around the corner, man. And uh, we got to see what the Raiders are going to do to really fill out the holes that are in this roster and how we can really start competing. So without further ado, man, let's get into it. Sammy, go ahead and play me in, man. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal, everybody? Once again, it is the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. You joining me live right now, man. And right now, what we got to talk about is what are the Las Vegas Raiders going to be doing with that number seven pick coming into this next uh, NFL draft here? So, you know, without further ado, we got to look at what can we do on the offensive side of the ball? You know what I mean? I mean, we got a lot of holes going on, but we cannot do anything with this team unless we get the quarterback of the future you know we we saw a lot of clips and, and things of dave ziegler talking in this offseason about patience and sustainable winning culture man and if that's really what he's preaching that's really what he's trying to give to us raider fans we have to we have to buy what he's selling and, and if that's what he's selling we have to go into this nfl draft thinking you know what i mean who do we really like at quarterback who can lead us going into the future you know what i mean um me personally I think that C.J. Stroud is the guy. Now, I have my top five options, and I would put Bryce Young number one, but I feel like Bryce Young, you know what I mean? I feel like Bryce Young won't be available for the Raiders unless they trade up for that number one overall pick. Now, to trade up for that overall pick, we're going to be looking at, at a massive haul that we're going to have to try to give the Chicago Bears to get to that number one pick. Me personally, I do not think this team is in a position to try to give up a massive haul to try to get somebody like that. I mean, I would love Bryce Young, and I would love what he would bring to this team, but to give up and mortgage the future, I feel like we're not in that position to do that. I, I feel like we can stand pat or maybe even just move up to maybe number four, number three, or something like that, even though it will give, uh, you know, it will take a lot, but it won't take a lot as the number one. So to really get our guy, we have to say, if we're really confident in a certain prospect, we're going to have to move up to number three, because if you stand pat at number seven, you, you fall subject to whatever other teams want to move in front of you to select that guy, especially if we don't have a quarterback under center going into the NFL draft. So with that in mind, we have to go ahead and just move up to number three and grab who we want to grab, whether that be Anthony Richardson, whether that be CJ Stroud. I'm not a big Will Levis guy, but, you know, I can't see the measurables. I can't see the attributes, but I wouldn't be mad if they took him as some type of developmental pick as well. But, you know, those are the quarterback options that we have available to us. It doesn't seem like they want to go the veteran route. You know, we talked about Aaron Rodgers plenty of times um, as Raider fans and throughout this offseason. Everybody's been talking about Aaron Rodgers. Could the Las Vegas Raiders get Aaron Rodgers? Um and I was all for that. I actually do want Aaron Rodgers. If we so happen to get him and we land him, trust me, I won't be mad at all. But at the end of the day, we do have to think, how much is it going to take to get Aaron Rodgers? Me personally, I think that it might not take that much 
because of the the power that he holds within the Green Bay organization. Because if he decides to retire, Green Bay's on the books for a lot of money. You know what I mean? And if Green Bay's on the books for a lot of money, they're not trying to shell out that type of bread or that type of money to a type of guy who's not on their roster. You know what I mean? And if he says he wants to go to a certain team, he has the power to veto a trade to any team he wants, you know, basically in the AFC because Green Bay would not trade him within the NFC. So, you know, I don't think it'll take that much, especially if all those factors come into play. If all those factors come into play, we might even be looking at at some type of third-round conversation. That's just me speculating, but who knows? But I don't think it will take that much. So if we did decide to go to Aaron Rodgers' route, Obviously, he'd have to restructure his contract so that we may we may be able to sign some other key free agents in this upcoming uh, free agent pool. He will re- he will restructure his contract. We we get that all together and, and then we can get this thing rolling. But it doesn't seem like that's the route we want to go. Um, Dave Ziegler seems like he's off the veteran route and, and the whole radio organization has kind of taken a quiet, sour turn towards for Aaron Rodgers, although, you know, albeit we still don't know what he wants to do. He's came out of his darkness retreat, and he's he's went MIA. So until he tells tells the Packers something or until the Packers and him have a meeting, I think everybody in the NFL is on standby until then. But I would still keep my ear to the ground. If I'm the Raiders organization, I still keep my ear to the ground, see what's going on. I mean, if he he says he wants to play for the Las Vegas Raiders – I mean, it would kind of be foolish not to look at that option, especially if he wants to play for this organization. So, you know, that that's one route we can go, and, and that would, to me, be the only clear veteran upgrade over Derek Carr. You know, because I've been saying this the whole offseason, and this is our first episode here on the, on the Raiders recap. So I, I want to go ahead and let my feelings be known. If you're going to move on from a nine-year veteran, i.e. Derek Carr, who's been here all those years. He's gave you great memories, albeit it hasn't translated to winning. But within this fan base, if you are going to move on from him, you have to have a clear veteran upgrade to take that place. I do not think, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, even Jared Stidham coming back. I don't think those options right there are very viable options for us to move forward and say we can compete. You know, especially in this division. I mean, you got too many players, especially on the offside offensive side of the ball, that are are entering the years or are in the year of their primes. So I don't think you can roll out with an option like Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Jared Stidham with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs if he gets franchise tagged and re-signs. You can't roll out there with that, especially in this division with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and, and Russell Wilson now has Sean Payton. And we can only assume he can be better than what he was last year. And if that's the case, then you have to find something that gives this fan base some type of hope. And those other veteran options are not going to get it done. Basically simple and plain. So Aaron Rodgers would be the only clear upgrade moving forward. And that'd be the only thing you can sell to this fan base that we're trying to win. Excuse me. And we're, we're, we're trying to win now. But although... If you don't go veteran, you can you can kind of, you know, sell to the fan base patience and hope if you get a young guy that shows promise, you know, and 
that it, this draft is full of them. I don't feel like I've never been along the the, the line of get yourselves a Jacoby Brissett and just try to get a, a quarterback in next year's draft. I think we got to go right now. And this regime has to go right now and find a quarterback now because I don't think they have, you know, another year to go six and 10 and, and, and kind of coast and barely miss the playoffs. Cause I don't think that's going to get it done with the Raiders brass up top. So I feel like they're going to get aggressive in the draft and they're going to get aggressive in finding their guy. Now, I would love C.J. Stroud. Once again, I feel like he's the perfect fit for this offense, but I will also take Anthony Richardson second. If somehow by the grace of the Lord that Bryce Young does fall, immediately you snatch him up. But those would be my top three options. Everybody else, you know what I mean, I can kind of take a flyer on and I'll be iffy on, you know, like the Will Levis, Will Levis of the world and and, uh, handed hookers. I'll kind of take, I'll take a flyer on those, but I'll be weary. I'll be weary. But but the top three right there, those would be my choices right there to really get the Raiders organization some hope and get us some some, you know, inspiration moving forward. Um, but before we get into all that, you know, we had we had to talk about the quarterback. But before all that, free agency does come up before the draft and free agency is right around the corner, March 15th. So we got to talk about who we think the Las Vegas Raiders should be targeting, you know, once they once the free agency does open up. Obviously, if you are a Raider fan, if you watched many Raider games, you know they better go defense and they better go defense hard. Like they better sign any defensive free agent they think that can be a key acquisition to this team. I mean, and it starts on the D line. We have to get our D line better. There's no if, ands, or buts about that. I mean, this D line has been horrendous for years, for years. I mean, and we have Max. Max is tremendous in his own right but he can't do it by himself you know what I mean he needs some help and he needs some assistance over there Chandler Jones I mean I know everybody gave Chandler Jones a lot of flack this year to be honest bro Chandler Jones played pretty well this year I mean he didn't get he didn't get the sack numbers that we were looking for and that we were hoping for but against the run bro he was really stout he was very stout against the run and I feel like he played better than a lot of people gave him credit for this year but even with him, man, I mean, he's getting older. We don't know. We don't know where his skill set's gonna be next year. And he's coming off an injury. We need to stouten up this D line. And, and there's it's a deep free agent class that we can look at. I mean, top three I'm looking at right here. I want Deron Payne, but it seems like Deron Payne will be getting franchise tagged. I mean, he hasn't got franchise tagged yet, but it seems like it. If not, I can roll with Javon Hargrave, another veteran. He's a veteran option, but. He's a, he's 30, but he's a young 30 to me. You know what I mean? So I would grab him. Maybe the price tag. Hopefully the price tag isn't too high. He's coming off a Super Bowl season, so hopefully we can grab him and it won't break the break the bank. But if we don't get him, maybe we can roll with um, Dalvin Tomlinson from the Minnesota Vikings. And I love him. I love what he does against the run. He's very stout. But those would be my top three uh, defensive line targets that I feel like the Raiders should be targeting because we got to get the middle stoutened up. Um, all we have right now is Bilal Nichols. Uh, Andrew Billings is right now a free agent. He had he's got to get resigned, so he's a free agent. Uh, Jerry Tillery is a free agent. So, so the D line right now is a little thin. You know what I mean? So we we all we have is the rooks. I think I believe. So all we have is those rookies that we got Matthew Butler and Neil Farrell Jr. last year to really fill it out. And, and y'all know that's not going to get it done. So. We got to go ahead and, and make some acquisitions. 
we also gotta gotta sure up the linebacker room. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I don't remember the last time we've had a a just a stud linebacker in the Raiders. You know, what I mean, we've had a couple that are pretty decent, and Denzel Perryman will be a free agent, so that's a question of should we resign him? Will we resign him? I like what he does, um, but to me, there are a lot of other options. You know, coming into this free agency and the draft that I feel like you can grab a linebacker. I mean, we're looking at Levante David. He's a free agent. To I believe Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds will not get franchise tagged by the Buffalo Bills. So he's an option. You know what I mean? We have There's a lot of dudes right now in the free agency class that I feel like we can look at, but the draft is very deep with linebackers. And I feel like on the defensive side of the ball, linebacker is the position you can kind of feel the easiest you know I, everything else i feel like it takes a little more scheme fit intricacies whatever the case but linebacker i feel like just like running back on offense you can kind of feel it and, and feel that boy pretty easy so this linebacker room needs to get shored up with some coverage ability for sure and some sideline to sideline range now we have divine diablo and i i like kind of how he progresses but at the same time he he does kind of get hit with the injury bug so we need somebody in there that's gonna go ahead and be a sideline to sideline linebacker and we need some coverage ability because i don't know about y'all but I, i'm tired of playing the kansas city chiefs and seeing travis kelsey go for 150 yards every time he plays the Raiders. I mean, he does this, he does that to everybody, but against the Raiders, he goes stupid. So we're going to need to shut that line room. We don't know that. We need to sure that up in the safety room and the corner room as well. Our corners are a little thin. We have Nate Hobbs. Rocky Sin is a free agent. So that leaves Nate Hobbs. Uh, that leaves us with Sam Webb, Amik Robertson, um, Tyler Hall. These are good names, but all of them to me are kind of smallish. We don't have a lot of length in that corner room. We don't have a length in that a lot of length in that secondary. So, I mean, I've heard a lot of rumblings of Jalen Ramsey, but you would have to trade for Jalen Ramsey along the free agency market. I do like um I do like, you know, Bradbury. James Bradbury would be a good fit because he's already been with Patrick Graham. So, you know, he might be a good fit here and there. I like um you know, uh, I, I like a lot of other people in the free agency corner class, but I feel like we can go to the draft for that as well. This draft class here is pretty deep with corners. So I like a lot of dudes that you can even get some good value in that second, third round out of this corner draft class. So it'd be interesting to see what the Raiders do there. I feel like we could afford to draft a corner obviously bring back Rockets in and afford to draft a corner in this draft, but definitely need to go free agent route along the safety route. And because there's a lot of good safeties that I feel like we need to grab and to sure up that back line with Trayvon Merrick. Deron Harmon is not under contract. He's a free agent also. So how would you want to fill that role? Would you want to pay big money to somebody like Jesse Bates, who I personally like? And if the Raiders did pick up Jesse Bates, I'd be jumping for joy. But he's going to command big money. So if you want to, if you don't want to shell out that type of big money, say you shell out a lot of big money to the defensive line, and and you want to and you want to sign somebody like Jesse Bates, but your pockets can't command. Maybe not. Do you go somebody you know maybe cheaper? A Von Bell. Von Bell is a free agent as well. Do you go there or Jordan Poyer? Jordan Poyer was this past uh, weekend talking about his free agent free agent destinations. If it won't be 
the Buffalo Bills. He said he'd like to go somewhere where they don't take half his money in taxes and where he can see the sunshine and see the sun almost every week to every other week. Sounds like Vegas to me. But, you know, he would be a good option, too, if you're trying to go veteran. You're not trying to, trying to shell out big money, you know, and go younger like somebody with Jesse Bates, who's going to command a lot on the open market, you know. So there's a lot of ways the Raiders could go right now to fill these holes. Um, I'm excited. I actually, I'm actually, you know, I'm excited for the future. I feel like in a long time, this Raider fan base has looked forward and, and say, you know, we, we have a chance to really propel ourselves into the upper echelon of teams. You know what I mean? These these are the type of moments right here that define teams for the next five years, you know, where you, you're you in question marks on the quarterback, and if you get a young guy that hits, we're on and cracking. You know what I mean? We're on and rolling. But if you don't hit on that young guy at quarterback, we might be looking at some rocky road for the next couple of years. You know what I mean? And, and it might be a repeat of the 2000s with the Jason Campbells and, and the Carson Palmers, bro. That was a terrible time. And I'm not trying to go back into that stone age at all. So, you know what I mean? Let's. I, I have faith that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels will get it done. Um, at the end of the day, I'm not on the fire McDaniels train like everybody else. I'm saying let's go ahead and give them this year this offseason to figure it all out you know what i mean let's see what they do in the draft let's see what they do in free agency who do they sign who do they pick up and then we can determine if they you know need to leave or they need to stay so i i, I feel like we're in a good position and i feel like moving forward we just need to have hope that this regime knows what they're doing and is going to lead us into the promised land so once again man this is the sick podcast with the raiders recap make sure y'all like it and subscribing man it's much love to everybody and and we can't wait to see y'all on the next episode so sammy go ahead and play me out man and see y'all next time and that's a wrap hope you don't miss us too much until next time follow the sick podcast raiders recap on youtube instagram facebook google play and apple podcast